Hey, you're listening to Blindsight. Let's go. Dental health isn't something to take lightly. It's time to fight. It's time to thrive. Let's do this. Ah, okay, okay. Welcome to Blindsight. I'm your host, Bill Lundgren, and we have another interesting episode for you. We'll be talking about body image and body responses. And when I say we, Jonathan Price, our producer, and I are going to be talking about this subject and, and hopefully give you some information that'll be helpful because there is so much misinformation about body image and about uh, how we should look that we need to step back and, and talk. I'll remind all of you that the name of this program, of uh, the organization that puts on Blindsight, uh, is now called Aftersight. And Aftersight, the podcast, is now called Blind Shit Chick. And uh, when you want to reach us uh, for any reason, uh, remember, instead of the AIN of Colorado, uh, we're now, everything is uh, after sight, and that's a lot easier to read and to say and remember and type out. Yes. That's why we're doing all that, to make it more convenient. And also, we want to welcome everybody in this uh, new year with new promises and, and uh, you know, a better world ahead of us. So with that, I want to welcome Jonathan on. Hi, Jonathan. Bill, how are you? I'm doing okay. Well, I'm doing much better because I finally broke down, went to the ear doctor, and let him uh, put a hole in my eardrum. Okay. Which sounds pretty ghastly, but what it did, <laughs> it allowed yes, it me to get rid of this fluid that had built up because of a cold I had that okay. made it impossible for me to hear on the left ear and really wrecked me, even in terms of doing the podcast. It was trying to keep, you know, be able to interview people, understand what they're saying, and I was having trouble. Now that's cleared up. It wasn't as painful as I thought it was mm. going to be. And, you know, now we're, you know, heading into uh, 2024 with a early Christmas present of uh, hearing in both ears. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. It is. It is great. It was so simple, and I was making such a big to-do about it. I remember. Yeah, yeah. But uh, So that's behind me. I just have to watch for the next three or four days and make sure no water gets in my ear, and that's it. I remember you were telling me that you had the procedure done on your right ear. How was the procedure different versus that experience? The right ear kept filling up. So uh, the doctor had to put a a tube in uh, and keep that open. Hmm. And this and the tube, and it was the last time it was played around with, the tubing had come loose, so he had mm. to pull yeah. the tubing, which was still attached to some of the eardrum. Oh, goodness. And I think that is definitely a CIA uh, technique for getting people to confess, because I was willing <laughs> to confess to anything of that pain. Uh, 
<laughs> and that is why I was so reluctant to have anything done with the left ear. But yeah, he just made a decision to put an incision in, you know, to make the incision, get drain the fluid, let it heal, and see if there's any necessity for a tube to be there. And I also told him that if he puts a tube in the left ear, does that mean when he uses that light to take a look at your ear that you're going to see the light on the the wall next to the, <laughs> the right side? Usually. Yeah. Well, he told me there's a brain in between. I said, don't be too certain. Uh-huh. Yeah, you better do an extra x-ray on that one. Right. <laughs> For sure. Well, I'm glad the... Uh, I'm glad the, I guess, I, would you call it a surgery or no, operation? Just or? A, no, he just did it right right there in the office. It just took uh, a minute just or two, like, and it was just done. took a safety pin and shoved it in your ear, huh? Yeah. Just, <laughs> see there, you know, he took out some brain with it, which wasn't much, but that was all right. Well, if, if that's any indication, we should have very interesting shows from now on. <laughs> For sure. It's, I'm the whole ear thing i mean i assuming that made you feel pretty good you've kind of got a new lease on life it kind of lends to what we're talking about with the body image thing right. what does that make you feel when it exactly. comes to getting your hearing back right well the thing is it really my whole body was tight because i was having trouble hearing hmm. and when i went to uh, a party uh you know, during Thanksgiving, I mm-hmm. couldn't even tell people where people were that were talking oh, to me. It's wow. that kind of thing. And I was so uncomfortable. Now that, and we'll talk a little bit about this, but when we talk about, not only about body image, but being comfortable with your body, mm-hmm. whatever shape is in, uh, we have to, and the way, there are ways that we can, well, let me let me back up for a minute. One of the things that I'm constantly amazed about is how how little we pay attention to our own body. Yep. We may be more focused on other people's bodies or what we uh worry about what people think of our bodies. But for us to really know our, our own body is something that is often people never even think about. Mm. And unfortunately, I tend to do that as well. But yeah. I'm a lot more sensitive to it uh, in, in the years because one of the things that a friend of mine taught me, uh, some stretching exercises, mm-hmm. which I resisted in the beginning, of course, but... Uh, I now find that my body is uncomfortable if I don't do them. Uh, isn't that weird? Well, it's not weird. It's just the, uh, it's, it's our mindset. Mm-hmm. And you see, we forget that there is a connection between the mind and the body. If the body feels good, the mind feels good. If the mm-hmm. mind does not feel good, the body doesn't feel good and may react to it. Very much, and I'll give you I'll give you a pertinent example. 
One of the toughest things for people is to go in for a job interview for mm. many people. Yeah. And what happens is that people, uh, you know, they convince themselves they're not going to get the job and their body slumps mm-hmm. and their head may be a little bit bowed. They're not looking. They may even go so far as not to have eye contact with the person yeah. who's interviewing them. Yep. That's a whole setup for a rejection. It is. But we have to do a sales talk with ourselves before we go in. The same sales talk that we give the interviewer, we've mm-hmm. got to give to ourselves. And we yeah. have to take a moment, if we need to, just go uh, put ourselves against a wall and see, make sure that all parts of our body touch that wall, that our mm. shoulders are back, yeah. our head is up, mm-hmm. and to just see how that feels. Because if we feel our body, mm-hmm. if we know where where our head is, where our shoulders are, we're going to go in with some confidence. Yeah, And that's an exercise I recommend for people. The other exercise that I suggest to people to do frequently is what is referred to as a body scan. Oh, yes. That is, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. You you sit in a chair and you just do a, just as you would take a temperature, take your temperature, you're taking a temperature of your body and you're, you can, in your mind, go to your toes, to your mm-hmm. feet, to your, yep. and, and go through saying, okay, how are those muscle masses feeling? Are they tight or are they loose? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times where people have that tension is in their shoulders. And if they gave, give themselves the chance to check out their shoulders, and they find it tight when you can rotate your shoulder just to loosen them up or tighten the muscles around there, just tight, tight, tight as they can be, mm-hmm. and then let them slowly relax and feel yep. the difference. And all of that then contributes to our mind being more relaxed and more yeah. uh, able to be direct. And, mm-hmm. you know, in that way, you go in with uh, a good feeling about yourself and you can mm-hmm. convey that to the person who's interviewing you or the person you want to date or the person, you know, whoever you want to uh, attract. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the one of the barriers uh, to feeling good is this uh, disastrous kind of uh, thing called, uh, you know, the iPhone, the uh, the various uh, programs and so mm. forth give a really skewed view of how we're supposed to look. Yeah. And if we don't look that way, we feel awful about ourselves. And that's contributing to an a rise in uh, young people committing suicide. Mm, yep. And sometimes when 
they go online, other people are making fun of their bodies. And they, and for somebody who has a disability, they feel that they can't present themselves well. Yeah. But they can. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is attitude, but also to take the time to look good, but not to a some kind of model that uh, nobody can measure up to but to what they have and present themselves well. It has to do, it can be clothes, but not expensive clothes, but looking nice, uh, wearing. One of the things that amazes a lot of people, in I know in my church, is that I always come in with color coordinated, and nobody can figure out what how the hell I do it, because they know <laughs> I can't see anything. And yeah. I've... I've generally told them that my guide dog is very good at selecting my clothes. Uh-huh. You know, he, you know, he can uh, make sure that I don't mix anything. But even that's not true. There, there are a lot of uh, interesting devices yep. out there for people who uh, are uh, don't have some friend with them, living with them, but uh, want to be. Uh, uh, dressed properly, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's something called pen friend, which I love, which looks like a uh, the old-fashioned uh, fountain pen, but it's a complete recording device in something the size of a uh, large fountain pen. Mm. And what you do is you have some tags which are numbered, and you put the tag on your clothes or whatever, and then you have a you know a sighted person come in to tell you what color the clothes are and what uh, what it will go with. Yeah. And I, all my clothes have those tags on it, which means I can just go use the pen friend. I put it on the dot. It reads what it is, and I uh, the friend. Uh, my friend, who did all the recording, bless her heart, uh, also has a sense of humor because she, <laughs> you know, I have a tie and I put a tag on it. And when I put the pen friend on it, it says, Bill, I don't know why you keep this tie. This is a dull brown tie. Now, this is what it will go with, but I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> And I keep that <laughs> that tie just to start my day off right. That's hilarious. Does she do that for all the clothes? All or, the clothes. All the oh clothes. Oh, my goodness. And she was kind enough to tell me what goes with what. And it makes getting dressed so much easier. Now, there's also for solid colors. There, I don't know whether they're still making them or not. They used to make a, a kind of pin which also has little dots attached to them. Uh, And then you'd be able to, let's say, uh, red is two dots uh, in the middle of the pen, Mm -hmm. one on each side of this uh, bar that they have. And that tells me, A, it's solid color and what it is. And I also, just to, to help me, I also have a device which is available where... It uh, is a talking device, mm. which uh, I, I put against the clothes, and it'll tell me what color it is. 
Wow. And you know, so that if I if the pins miss if the pins are missing, I've got that. I can check it out. Says, oh, you know, it's brown. But these are for the solid colors, and then uh, the multicolored ones are the ones I have to uh, do a pen friend with. But basically, everything is is coordinated that way, so that I don't have to worry about how how I look. Yeah. And it gives me confidence to know wherever I'm going that I'm dressed properly, particularly when you want to go do a job interview. You want to, you know, look. You don't need to look fashionable. Right. But you want to look nice. And you want to look like you're coordinated so they don't, uh, you know, they have a good impression, which is unfortunate that impressions are sometimes based on how you dress and so forth. Yeah. But it's only part of it. That's an initial. And then when you uh, present your charm, mm-hmm. which we all have, and we allow us, if we allow ourselves that, makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. But what we're saying is in terms of, yes, it's appropriate for us to think about our image, but in a reasonable, obtainable Way not this kind of we're supposed to look like a Greek god or a goddess. Sure, but we say okay, I feel this way. Now you, Jonathan, is having been uh, you. You've done some acting, right? Yeah, a lot. And so have I. And what what are actors taught about their role? Well, about their body. That well for me, they. I was always told that if I'm playing a particular character, my body is never really my own. It's now that character's body. You got it. And so when I'm embracing a character, like I always played villains, and even though my natural personality is very, you know, fun and cheery and bombastic, I and can't imagine <laughs> you as a villain. Fun. <laughs> well, what that's the funny thing because the it's usually the. If you're a particular mindset or a character in real life, you're the opposite on stage. And that is right. very true for me. So I get to play these really dark and villainous people who are either sneaky or, you know, manipulating or angry or all those kinds of things. And I can, and it kind of scares people as to like, I didn't know you could do that, you know? Right. And, and so it's, it's a lot of fun for me. But all of that to say, when you're acting, your body is not your own. You take on that persona and character and you get into a mindset of a particular person. So you may have to hold your body in a different way. You may have right. to think in a different way, Rub, run your shoulder forward or back or the other exactly. one down a little bit or, you know, cock your head to one side or your facial expressions or all those uh, you have so many muscles in your face. You can use them all if you're if you're not careful. Um, <clears throat> but it, you, I want to go back to you. You were talking about the attitude about moving into a job interview or a date or something like that. I'm not kidding. When one of the things that I do in my car, if I'm not having the most particularly great day is I will find a song that just gets me really hyped, gets me pumped up, that I know is going to make me feel good, and I'll listen exactly. to that until I get my mind in a good place where I can be like, yeah, I can accomplish whatever it is I'm going to do today. I can 
I can go, you know, to the DMV and stand there for four hours. I can, you know, go on this date or I can go on this uh, job interview or this banking thing, I, whatever it is. If there's a thing that you are having anxiety over, a good just find some good music that makes you feel good. Right. I always or not always. I used to lay on my back and do a lot of breathing exercises and right. allow yourself to try to sink into the floor by relaxing every muscle you can, even in your exactly. face. And right. a lot of times that helps a lot because you realize, ooh, a nice hard floor. Now, you may have a hard time getting up, but <laughs> how old you are, but uh, or how many injuries you've had due to a lot of you know stupid things you've done in your life. Uh, I digress. But uh, it's it's so important to have a really good mindset going into exactly. whatever you have. I yesterday uh, or two days ago had this very real interaction with my son where I was on video. I was videoing myself, but he was making some very funny reactions. And I was trying just to capture his voice, but it was on video. And I looked at myself and I was like, oh, my gosh, is that really what I look like? And I had a, a a pity party for myself in the manner of speaking. I immediately took a shower, trimmed my beard, and just I, – I was like, wow, I don't know what happened. And, and I immediately felt better. But th those 15, 20 minutes were not the best 15, 20 minutes I've had uh, in a while. So – well, you see, that's what happens if we're not, you know, we're so concentrating on other things that we're forgetting about ourselves. Yeah. And and I think that taking taking that moment or several moments to kind of say, wait a minute, I'm I'm seeing myself thinking and doing certain things. What's my body like? And do that body check. And with the body check, we then find out where the tightness is or what we need to change in our body posture. And if we, if necessary, if we're not used to it, if we have someone around that we trust and say, look, this is, uh, let me try something. You know, we can try mm -hmm. moving our body, or parts of our body around yeah. to see if we're able to uh, feel mm -hmm. differently. Mm -hmm. And the person can kind of guide us with that. One of the things when we talk about, you know, putting the shoulders back and the head back and so forth, if we're a big person, that may, it may not be the best thing. It may be mm -hmm. uh, scaring people. Sure. So then we look at, uh, okay, what do I need to modify so I'm more inviting? And that's the kind of experimentation we need to do with our bodies and feel when we've made that change so that yeah. we can then uh, to remember that next time we're in certain situations. And when we're about to go into a, that situation, don't rush in. Mm -hmm. Take a moment to just do a body check to say, okay, how am I feeling right now? Is, is This is a performance. Yeah. And how do I make my body conform to the kind of performance I want to give. 
in this mm-hmm. party or whatever. Yeah. There's sometimes you have to be intimidating. Sometimes it's very it's helpful yeah. when you're in a situation that's a little scary. It's okay, but you need to know what that looks like and mm-hmm. be able to switch it back and forth according to the situation. And it's not as complicated as it sounds, but it does take some time and most importantly, to pay attention to our bodies. Now, mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, I keep thinking about doing in, in this broadcast is to ask everybody to sit and inhale as much air as they can, hold it, one, two, three, and then exhale very slowly. And do that a couple times and see how your body relaxes. Now, one of the keys is not to do it uh, with your chest, but your your gut, your stomach. Mm-hmm. In yep. other words, extend your stomach as much as possible when you're inhaling. So it's taking all that air in. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, bring the gut in as you exhale and do that a couple of times. And what you're doing is you're really enlarging, you know, get the full capacity of your lungs. And that sends a message up the spinal cord, the vagus nerve mm-hmm. to the brain, to the area that uh, produces calm. So if we do that deep breathing, just maybe three times. Yeah. We'll find ourselves then relaxing. My theater teacher said, "If you're if you're having troubles, one with the shallow breathing, which is that chest breathing, lay on your back like I was talking about earlier, and place a book on your stomach so that you uh-huh. have a visual representation you of your stomach moving up and down to to have that good that breathing technique. Yeah, you the can put thing, your put your hand on your stomach, and if you're yeah. Feel it moving, you know you're doing right. Because the chest breathing yeah. is the anxiety breathing. That's right. When yeah. you're hyperventilating, you're, br- you're, you're breathing at your chest, not bringing any air into your body. Yeah. Well, so, and if you're doing it right, you should eventually yawn. Your body should get so much oxygen. You should right. get either tired or, or your brain is getting a lot of oxygen and you're yawning and you're, yeah. you're feeling yeah, good. Come. You're yeah. calming down, and that's, yep. and that's what you want to do, particularly in a stressful situation like a job interview or a date or or those kinds of things. Now, you don't want to be yawning during the interview or the date. <laughs> Just no, but, you know, at least if you get the yawns out of the way and then go in and know that feeling of calm. Yes. Now, the the issue being that so much of our time is not paying attention to us and to our body. We're paying attention to what we think other people think about our bodies. And and it usually it's pretty negative. Oh, my body is not like so-and-so, or, or I'm not, I'm deficient here, or whatever. We're so focused on those sure. negative things. Yep. When the the, if we accept ourselves as we are, people will accept us. But we have a hard time believing that. But if we feel good about ourselves, we feel comfortable. I remember 
when I first got hearing aids, I thought the hearing aid, they were behind the ear hearing aid. Mm -hmm. I thought it was bigger than me. (laughs) I thought everybody saw it. And, you know, I, I sort of, you know, my head would be down, you know, I was ashamed of it. And until uh, someone I've known for, I think he was a a roommate I had in in college. And uh, we've been sharing a room for six months or whatever. He said, oh, I didn't know you wore hearing aids. Wow. And I had to think, oh, maybe my hearing aids aren't so big. (laughs) Yeah. But because he was totally oblivious to it. Wow. And that was an education for me, but that's the education. That's what we have to really appreciate. Mm. And uh, this is the only body we got. That's right. Yeah, unless we're Frankenstein. (laughs) You know. Well, I don't know. I've I've seen some people in Hollywood. (laughs) Well, I just just imagine. I mean, you know, take our brain in. and put it in this uh, gigantic body, I mm. wouldn't really want to do that. Yeah. You know, it's like there isn't much brain anyway, so <laughs> that's what I keep telling people. But the, <laughs> the, the other, and which brings up another, another point that, uh, you know, one thing that helps a lot in, in a lot of situations, if you can draw on a sense of humor, Mm-hmm. It will get you through a lot of situations, and that's one of one of the things that I feel very blessed. Somehow, I I have a sense of humor, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be giving a presentation in February that has me very nervous. But the per the the coordinator of the event said when she invited me to be the, one of the speakers at this thing, said what well, you know. Uh, you you have a wonderful sense of humor. It's not my knowledge, my education that's going to got me this this birth and this uh, 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 conference. You know, it's the fact that she knew I was going to present dry stuff in a way that they people will be able to enjoy it. Yeah, but that has to do with all situations, not necessarily yep. put yourself down or whatever, but just to see yourself clearly as okay as. You are not Absolutely. as you as the uh, the media tells you you're supposed to be, or any of that kind of thing. That is not what you need to do. You need to just you have what it takes, no matter how you look. If you have a uh, a disability, that you know you can still manage. You can still make a good appearance. Still feel confident. But that is your mindset that does that for you. It's not anybody else's mindset. It's the your mindset about yourself mm-hmm. that is really the crucial thing. And if you go in feeling confident and you're feeling like you present a uh, a good appearance and a good and, and a good attitude, then it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, I guess to summarize, you're talking about change your mindset, which changes your body, which changes your output. Yeah, and well, usually, it's actually both change your mind or and, and and your body will change, change your yeah. body, and your mind will mind will change. It works mm-hmm. together. 
Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, I think it's important for everybody to hear that there's a there comes a time when you need to make some health choices that are that could be life and death. Uh, yes. If you're not eating right, if you're not exercising properly, if you're exercising right. too hard, uh, in some cases, uh, those are times that you need to either consult a doctor or a physician, right. or you know, really take an inventory of what you're doing, why you're doing it, and there can be too much of a good thing, and so. Oh. Um, it's important to remember, especially going into the new year, that you know January first, everybody gym memberships go through the roof, right? And you know, it, it, then by March, nobody's at the gym. So if you want to get a membership, wait until March a little bit. You can go, and it's either a little cheaper or there's right. fewer people. In any case, uh, when you start this journey of becoming healthy and becoming more body conscious and, and you want to change something about yourself, really analyze and ask yourself, why am I wanting to change this? Yes. And if your why is a good, healthy reason, um, and then ask a friend about it, uh, get some advice and don't make a drastic change just because right. – you feel like this would be the best thing for you. It's always good to get maybe some advice from somebody who's very close to you, who you feel trust with, um, and then proceed from there. Get a good yeah, game not do social medias and and you know uh, put the camera on yourself. Hey, do I right. need to change? Because you always find people who who will play with us and you know, say, oh, you need to do this, that, and the other thing. Or even if you try to mimic anybody who's on the screen. If it's not you, it's not you. That's right. But you, you, what you want to do is be healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly, we've talked a lot, uh, several programs recently about eating disorder. Yeah. That kind of thing is the way that we can go to the other extreme. And I have a, a friend of mine, and, you know, he's now deceased, but in his younger years, he went to the gym all the time, but he didn't exercise correctly. Mm -hmm. And in his later years, he died in his 80s, but he developed a lot of problems, had a lot of surgery mm. to correct uh, the, you know, the damage he did when he was younger mm -hmm. and wasn't aware that he was hurting himself instead of just improving his body. So it's, yeah. it's kind of like... Uh, short-term gain and long-term damage mm -hmm. where we need to pay attention to what is really right for us and respect the fact that every one of us is unique. Very much. And we should embrace that uniqueness. and But do it, uh, be sure the basics of health is being observed mm. and respect, you know, who we are. And that's a, I know that's a uh, pie in the sky, but we can, if we pay attention to ourselves, if we pay attention to what our bodies are, are telling us. And right now, as I'm talking, I feel some tightening. I have to take a moment just to, okay, you know, <laughs> relax. Yeah. People will get the point without my uh, hopping into the screen or into the microphone. Yep. But... That's, you know, my mind and my body are working together. When I 
remind myself of that. And that's, you know, be a friend to your body, be a friend to your mind. And that way, you'll be good enough. Good enough. That's right. Well, I want to make sure we give our listeners the information for our feedback line. We have an email. It's feedback at AINcolorado.org, and that will soon change on January 8th to feedback at aftersight.org. And we do have a phone number that you can actually call us in and ask Bill a question uh, along with any of our hosts. So if you ask a question, let us know uh, if you want it broadcast on air. We can do that, certainly. The number for that is 720-712-8856. So call early, call often, and we'd love to hear from you with any of your questions. That'd be great, because this is your program, and the more information we get from you, hopefully the better the program will be for meeting your needs. Mm -hmm. So we wish everyone who's listening the best for the holiday season and also that this new year is a very productive, relaxing, fulfilling new year. This is Bill Lundgren, your host, signing off for myself and for Jonathan Price, the producer. And Jonathan, I wish you a fabulous new year. And I look forward to uh, uh, our podcast continuing into the new year. Mm-hmm.